0: From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School.
1: This is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to our Halloween edition of Marketing Matters here on Business Radio Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co host Professor Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity. Dearest. hello americas
0: hi barbara special halloween theme show so you have to quickly answer like what are you dressing up as give me your costume <laughs> oh, come on now God, what do you what's your costume
1: I, <laughs> I think i scheduled a meeting for halloween so
0: oh, <laughs> Lord. now that is scary actually. yeah that's
1: scary i'm going to a meeting for halloween that's my costume <laughs> you know americas we had a speaker today come come into our, our, our you know into our department to tell us some news about some a study they did on voices and which voices are the best and which ones are most persuasive. Mm-hmm. And they used um, all sorts of AIML, I don't know, all sorts of stuff, you know, not normal common sense, just like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. And they came up with the fact that the best voices are deeper it's not oh. a big surprise uh-huh. and not monotone. So I've been trying to make my voice go up. Are uh, <laughs> you more persuaded by the things I've been saying
0: now? I, you know, 100% I was about to just say, you know, you know what? It's a fantastic idea to go to a meeting on Halloween. That's <laughs> awesome. I was almost persuaded that that would be a fantastic thing to do. Yeah, so see, keep up the good work.
1: My voice is better, right? <laughs> and I was thinking as as you were saying hello, you, you're you naturally a deeper voice
0: so. yes I, I try to i try to so you didn't answer my question but that's okay i will tell you this quickly before we introduce our our guests and talk a little bit about the hit and misses that are halloween themed and that is i don't know if you've been paying attention to this barbara but this thing squid games is oh, out yes. of control Oh,
1: absolutely. so
0: that's topping out on the list i'll have a story to tell you about that later but uh let's jump into the hit and miss yeah let's
1: do hit and miss we have a great guest today shannon miller Who's AdWeek's creative and inclusion editor? And she's host of a podcast. Yeah, that's probably an ad. So she takes a different spin on these kinds of things. And we're really happy to have you with us. Hello, Shannon.
2: Hi, Barbara. Hi, America. Thank you so much for having me. Hi.
1: So tell us a little, just real quick before we get into hitting this, what your podcast is.
2: Yeah, that's probably an ad. That sounds interesting. So, yeah, that's probably an ad digs into um, tech, pop culture, and obviously advertising. And we say, because in the end, everything's an ad. So we sort of take a look at how pop culture influences um, the market. We're also taking a look at the big stories of the week. Um, It could really go in any direction, Um, but we just really like to... Essentially, it's an excuse for me and David Greiner to, like, nerd out on the clock um, because we (laughs) do it off the clock all the time. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a way for us to actually, like, uh, expand on advertising this thing that we love. So it, it goes in all sorts of directions, which is what makes it great. Interesting. sounds
1: like you have a deep voice, too, so your podcast must be great. (laughs) (laughs) The
2: (laughs) the voice that I've had to, like, learn to love over the years is finally, like, working for me. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff.
1: All right, so we understand you came prepared, and you have a hit or a miss for me and Americans to hear about. You want to start?
2: Yeah, sure. Let's dig right into it. So um, one of the things that I really love um, is when any any brand kind of steps outside of like the halloween comfort zone which tends to be ghouls ghosts and goblins mm-hmm. um it's really hard to articulate what makes halloween creative so difficult um i say it's like always limitless and also limiting because mm. you know halloween is all about trying on a new identity for a night and sort of stepping outside of your comfort zone but it's very limiting because you tend to go towards like ghost stories, ghouls, goblins. So if you're going to do that, you really need to do it in a creative way. Mm -hmm. And I think that Heinz has done that um, doubly. You wouldn't necessarily associate condiments um, with Halloween. Halloween's for candy. That, right. That's candy's deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who
1: eats ketchup on Halloween?
2: <laughs> Who's <laughs> even thinking about ketchup on Halloween? <laughs> right. But, but what I loved, um, they did this partnership with TikTok creators um, mm. where they are asking TikTok creators to use ketchup um, as a, as like a gore tool. So basically, Heinz has this deep history with Halloween in um, horror and specifically because it was always used on movie sets for blood is so, that true really they use ketchup well, yeah. yeah it's if it's not chocolate sauce um, back in the day uh, when it right. was right. black and white mm-hmm. it was ketchup it was the easy it was the bloodiest looking it was the most vibrant and eye-catching so they really intelligently inserted themselves in a conversation that you wouldn't mm. necessarily put them in mm. because they have a history they deserve to be here which that's is never... cool
1: that's authentic
2: <laughs> yeah so they're doing this cool cool tiktok campaign which are tiktok cams, campaigns are really hard to wrangle in um and they're asking creators to make gory movies oh my fun, god like i can just imagine films. That's awesome. probably
1: fantastic huh i yeah. mean that's that's freedom to be crazy
2: that's so, awesome exactly and the first chapter was called 50 57 ways to dine Nah. Um, oh, I, I saw what you did there. Very nice, Heinz. Very yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah. Well played. So, <laughs> so that was it. Was it was nice. cool to see them sort of integrate that and sort of draw from history and use TikTok, which I said, it, which as I said was is um, pretty difficult to do authentically. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's cool that it really is authentic. I mean, that I learned something today. Ketchup's used in the movies. And Mm -hmm. that, to me, gives them permission to do it. I think if they hadn't had that link, I mean, maybe this is crazy, but I really feel like if they hadn't had that link to the movies, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have worked as well. Because it just would have seemed like too commercial, you know, Mm -hmm. let me get in on it.
0: Yeah. And it would be really cool also to build on what you're saying, Barbara, if they could somehow like go to the old black and white footage as like a fast little preamble and show, you know, we were there in the 20s and 30s, you know, as part of the cinematic creativity making process. And now fast forward to today to sort of lean in on the on the TikTok angle. I really like that. That's awesome.
1: Do you yeah. find, Shannon, that because I know you study this creative and all this other, are people particularly creative around Halloween? Is there something mm. about the holiday
2: that let, kind of gets rid of the, the constraints and people get crazy? See, here's the thing sometimes they do, but I don't think they go nearly as far as they could. Um, and obviously, it's a little bit harder now. Um, you have this very social holiday where we aren't necessarily like, encouraged to be all that social just yet we're getting Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. um so you have to sort of figure out a way to sort of step outside the traditional like let's go trick-or-treating let's go to this rock and party um but I feel like in terms of really stepping outside of what we typically associate with Halloween we were seeing a lot more of it in 2018 and 2019 Mm -hmm. one of my favorite ads it probably ever maybe not ever but it's one hmm. of my top favorite ads is a shiseido um ad from the japanese cosmetics brand that they did in 2018 um called the party bus and they used makeup as a conduit for storytelling hmm. to tell this really awesome love story and you would not normally associate like deeply moving love stories with Halloween, but it was so creative. It was mm-hmm. so effective because it was using makeup and costuming um, without, you know, going towards like the normal, like haunts and ghouls mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, I think that there are definitely ways where we can get a little more creative.
0: Interesting. And I think it's interesting as well, Barbara, because it, it is just, you, when you said that, Shannon, it immediately popped in my mind some of the romanticized aspects of, of horror movies right the sort of beauty in the mm-hmm. beast the phantom of the opera there's oftentimes some you know a, a more of a nuanced more of a a, a, a a richer narrative there that if if companies can be more creative and not just do well here's a zombie but do right. something <laughs> that's much more <laughs> interesting this could just it could just really really blow up i really like that idea what are your thoughts barbara yeah
1: i don't- I was. I'm still thinking about what I'm going to be for Halloween. Since you put that in there, you know, and I was thinking, I never go to witches, and I mean, I never to go to ghosts and ghouls. I always go to witches. But it it is, you know, to your point, there is some like just go to costumes. But yeah, this idea of like stretching boundaries, it could be about romance. It could be about anything. Put a Halloween twist on it and it gets more interesting Mm -hmm. is cool. I've noticed just, I mean, it's funny that you say 20, whatever you said, 2018, but pre-COVID you were talking about where you Mm -hmm. thought there was more creativity. But what I've noticed is every single year, Halloween just gets more intense.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, the
1: stakes get higher. There's like more interesting decorations on the houses, uh, more interesting thoughts starting to come behind costumes and parties and halloween it's a it's a holiday i think that is just associated with fun right yes, I mean, yes.
0: Like- well and the other the other thing to build on your point barbara and jump in on this shannon is i was thinking about this like what what makes halloween so special in terms of being so different from other things like christmas and thanksgiving and all these other things and you hit on it shannon which is two things number one it's a holiday for kids and adults so the, the adults have just as much fun getting dressed up and all of that as the kids do going on their uh, trips yeah. to get candy. That's number one. But Barbara, the idea of like identity, she used the word identity. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on this. It's like it's the one day where you get to step outside yourself and take on some other persona, yeah. some other type of thing that's that's really it has power. And so I, I really think that's an interesting avenue and in a in a potentially really important leverage point for brands, companies, you know, services, et cetera, that wanna try. To 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 capture some of this magic. What are your thoughts, Shannon?
2: Um, Absolutely. I think that any time that you can really just step outside of yourself a little bit um, is it shows us your breadth of creativity, right? It shows that you're able to sort of put aside your own branding message for just a a moment and really try something new. And I just really appreciate when any time like a brand can kind of like, recede in the background a little bit when they show the the confidence enough to like not put their product first and foremost and in the front and just say like we're going to take this moment um, that is reserved for cool storytelling and just tell a cool story that really breeds like some strong strong stuff and yeah you can have a lot of fun with Halloween that's when you're supposed to have fun right yeah right so you can have a ton of fun if you just Really stop and think, okay, here's what we do 364 days of the year. What are we going to do this one day that is just truly different? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I'm Barbara Kahn. I'm here along with my co host, Americus Reed, and this is Marketing Matters. Today we're joined by Shannon Miller. Who works at Ad Week as the creative and inclusion editor. And she's host of a podcast called, Yeah, that's probably an ad. And she's come <laughs> up now telling us uh, about some of the cool Halloween stories that she heard. She's talked about what Heinz SketchUp is doing. Shannon, do you have any other um, cool well, but, but, Halloween but stories? Before you do that, before you
0: do that, Barbara, I gotta give us our, our, our little shout out. So Heinz is a hit. Oh. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much ladies and gentlemen technology technology on the chief so what else what, sorry about that barbara what else do you have
1: <laughs> i gave you a minute to think you guys have a creative
0: uh, what else have you, you got for us
1: about?
2: um so in terms of like other creative this year that's really working halloween wise um i'm gonna be a little bit of a hypocrite here i know we're talking about um, kind of stepping outside of the ghouls and the goblins but if you're going to do it make it cool and I think it's this touches on Barbara's point actually really where she says it's getting more intense and I think that nothing really um, exhibits that more than Elysian Brewing which is an Anheuser Bush um, company and they it, this was a Seattle specific campaign so a lot of people probably didn't see it um but it was called scary deliver scary good delivery service and they paired with the Georgetown morgue um. To yeah, the the. the Georgetown <laughs>
1: Borg.
2: I know you said that. Yeah, I know. You said
1: Borg, right? I know.
2: This, this is
0: audio, but we, you know, we are recording on Zoom, and Barbara and I, our jaws just drop yeah, listeners.
2: I <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was a definite replication of like me reading this brief and going, "Excuse me," but who? Um, they paired with the Georgetown Borg. Um, and piggybacked on this really popular haunted house. Um, but obviously going to a haunted house right now is a little bit um, risky. So they are giving fans an opportunity to still take part in that by delivering um, Elysium beer in full costume, in full gore to fans' houses. I'm I'm assuming safely. Um, So it's bringing the haunted house to the fans without saying, come to this thing. And that's the thing, it's like, What's more intense than a ghoul showing up at your door?
1: Absolutely step? reverse trick or treating so that ah. the delivery people come in contact. Exactly. I Barbara. mean that should really take off. That should be a meme. That should go viral. I think everybody should do that. Okay, that can, can, would be fantastic.
0: Barbara, Barbara, can can we uh, trademark reverse trick or treating? That's <laughs> awesome, right there. That's the winner.
1: <laughs> I think that's such a cool idea. All the delivery people—they're all wearing costumes. They come to your door in a costume. Shannon, cool, have you heard of anybody else doing that? Because that is brilliant.
2: I mean, you hear a lot about delivery services and I'm not saying that it hasn't existed before or after, but this is my first brush with it. And it's something that mixes, you know, obviously the spirit of Halloween and having, and and just being responsible, having a good understanding of the moment that we're kind of in this flux period where we've got like one foot outside, but we're not like fully out, out yet. Yep. So... Understanding the moment, taking advantage of that to say we can make a truly experiential experience mm-hmm. for um, even if it's just for a few fans Interesting to sort of bring that to the people i just thought was dope it was I such a brilliant fantastic. room thing.
0: that's very very cool i
1: really hey, like
0: it have you got something for us, shannon that is perhaps a bit questionable anything jump out in your analysis <laughs> yeah, where you're like it. yeah i'm not sure about that one <laughs> anything there
2: <laughs> oh, um in terms of like just overall um marketing i was I I liked the short, but I was kind of confused by Snickers' bite sized Halloween mm. um thing. It's cool if, if you haven't seen it. Um, it's uh, I don't even understand how to explain it. Like uh-huh. there's a <laughs> there is a girl that is ostensibly a trick or treater, and she looks like an older trick or treater dressed as a bear. Okay. Um, and throughout the short, she insists that she is a real bear. Uh huh. Um, and I think the The sort of trick is at the end is this we are supposed to believe that yes, she is a real bear in the end. Um, but she's not making any sort of like bear noises, it's not necessarily (laughs) scary. Uh It's literally just, Hi, I'm a bear. Uh Can you give me candy? And then it sort (laughs) of switches at the end where he's like, Oh, wow, you're really a bear. And I'm like, Is she? Is that what we're supposed to go with? Wow. Um, and it's it, it, it just sort of left me kind of like shrugging. I actually like, love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, love Did it. You
1: Barbara? I love the ambiguity of it. Oh, I love that funny. you don't know what to make of it. I mean, I think that's so right. funny.
0: But see, it, when, when, when Shannon first mentioned this, Barbara, what immediately jumped into my mind was the Zoom lawyer who showed up as a cat. Oh, and you yeah. remember I, that guy? He's like, or not. Your Honor, I promise I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would have loved to see
1: that guy. I would have loved to see that guy, probably. No, I can't believe that's not a costume. That's got to be a
0: costume. Uh, Interesting. So Snickers, which has a lot, you know, they've got bite size. They have all of these things, you know, all these sorts of, you know, interesting angles that they could take. And it sounds like they tried to go perhaps a little bit more witty, dissonance, um, like the the word that Barbara is using, bringing up some confusion, because confusion means we talk about it to try to figure it out in some ways, right? So
2: exactly. So in that realm, it definitely works. Um, well, I think, we're talking about it, as we say. That. Right, <laughs> like there's the gotcha. It, it made me talk about it because I sort of had to ask the staff, like, do you get it? And everyone was just yep. like,
1: that's what I love about it. I like, think she really is a bear. That's so funny. That's like really funny to me. Interesting. That's my sense of humor though. So.
0: <laughs> well, Barbara, you, you are the target market. So right, exactly. I, I did well, see, I,
1: gotta I, say, I love candy, so it's got to be worth something.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's it. What's your favorite candy, Barbara? What's your, what's the candy you have to have in your, in your basket?
1: Well, you know, what's interesting about this Snickers stuff is I am a total candy person. And I do love Halloween for that because candy is, Totally, you know, everywhere. But it seems like Snickers and all the chocolate companies have just gotten all the shelves in all the stores. Because when I go into my CVSs or my supermarkets to go look for Halloween candy, it's all chocolate. And I'm not a big Mm -hmm. chocolate lover. I Mm -hmm. like candy corn and Mm -hmm. I like those. (laughs) And I like things that are pure, pure sugar. And I'm not seeing any of that. I don't know if it's because these chocolate companies are getting bigger and bigger and have more and more shelves space or if it's interesting. a supply chain issue or if mm. it's covid related or who knows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. could be a lot of different things but it seems like this season everybody's going chocolate so those mm. of us who don't like chocolate interesting. are interesting kind of not in luck this season
0: interesting but
1: it's interesting snickers is doing these big ads and everything who else advertises enough so i mean a lot of food uh, not the you eat ketchup on on uh, halloween but uh, is it mostly food companies that you're seeing doing creatives or beer? I guess you said beer also, Shannon. Who else uh, advertises a lot during Halloween that a big?
2: You get a lot of like beer and alcohol and obviously candy and of course makeup. Um, cosmetic companies is obviously a strong time for them. Um, it, it, yeah, it's it's pretty much your kind of your usual suspects. It's nice when, like, something like General Mills, they had a really good one um, this year with Monster Mash, which is, like, a a mockumentary, which I thought was, um, I'm a sucker for a good mockumentary. Mm -hmm. Um, Me too, me too. They're just, if they're really clever, I'm like, okay, you win. But, um, yeah, it's typically just your, I mean, everyone, I think, tries to do something, even if it's on just, like, a social Mm -hmm. level. Like, if they just sort of do, like, a brief, like, social media deal. Um, gotcha. But in terms of like your big, your, your big ones, you're kind of looking towards like the Mars company or mm. um, your basic candy, but Reese's, a uh, consistent. They're oh, yeah. They're
0: natural okay. So can we just pause there for a moment? <clears throat> because I have, Shannon, I have to tell you that my favorite candy in the world is Reese's. uh my my record is 27 cups in one (laughs) setting uh so if there's ever like one of these like eating contests i will enter it uh but what's cool about it barbara is the packaging is already orange so i know
1: that's what i am thinking they're made for halloween yeah totally can you get totally 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 (laughs) that would be funny if they came out and made their halloween candy all purple or something yeah
0: yeah right like just went the exact opposite that would be kind of cool yeah that would
2: be be nice
0: so, yeah. so what did you guys think? I was reading about apparently Nike and Barbie, you probably know this. So Nike puts out an annual Halloween shoe, oh, which is apparently is black and orange and it has it, parts of it will light up. So when you're out trick-or-treating at night, you know, you can see it and all of this kind of stuff. What are your thoughts on that kind of idea where the actual product itself is the, is the message in the context of a halloween theme
1: is it limited edition yes so it's so it's a collector's item to get it i would guess
0: yeah that's my understanding at least you only get it you can only get it once a year for this limited time frame what are your thoughts
1: I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> anything right now, as far as I'm concerned, anything Nike does is fantastic. They just think, <laughs> it seems like they can do no wrong. People are on the side of Nike. They're coming out with this interesting product. They're into the scarcity kind of stuff, into collecting items, mm-hmm. uh, and they're just they're just really knocking it out of the park. So Halloween Nikes, that's fine with me, especially if they light up. I mean, come on, that's it's, gotta be
0: great. yes. This is true. This is definitely true. <laughs> Shannon, have you heard of any um? Sort of product services that have tried to, because we're slowly easing back into the pandemic, trying to take advantage of more socially distanced kinds of things like um, the virtual reality type stuff or augmented reality where maybe you do like a, a, a trick or treat, you know, in, in virtual reality and maybe your friends can come in and like share I don't know digital candy, and then maybe you take the digital candy to the store. Anything sort of creative in oh, that sort of space?
1: Digital candy sounds
0: terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the coot. So maybe you can hold it in your in your virtual hands, Barbara, and then take oh, it God. to the store. I don't know.
1: It's just not gonna um, work for me. But you, what you, do you
0: think, Shannon? You well, on
2: board with this idea?
0: <laughs> yeah. And any any sort of tech related sorts of things that really popped out to you, Shannon.
2: Um, I didn't get many tech related pitches, which is weird. Because in the past, like, 18 months, um, in terms of, like, experiential marketing, in the past year, year and a half, they had to go digital because they couldn't right. do the in-person thing. And you and I was really excited for that. I was really excited to see some of that sort of be brought in to, like, just the future of marketing and getting more digital. Because one, even pre-pandemic, I have not had a trick-or-treater darken my doorstep for years. Like, mm-hmm. it's been sort of phased out over a long time so you would Mm -hmm. expect there to be more of like in augmented reality presence. But yeah. the closest thing we're getting is like TikTok campaigns, essentially. Mm. Well, oh, TikTok
1: counts, that does count. That, that could be yeah, sure. that being really good. And you know, it's interesting you're saying that about trick-or-treating. I haven't had trick-or-treaters come to my door either that much, I don't know about you, Americans, but I think it's moving more to block parties and mm-hmm. things like that where yeah. it's kind of safer than, I mean, it is kind of crazy to let your little kid go door to door and knock yes. on all these strangers' doors. Yes. Seems like the complete opposite of what you brought them up to be mindful of true so, true, <laughs> true true i like the idea of moving and i also like the idea of it moving more community and you know mm-hmm. like that kind of idea I, I actually think that's a step in the right direction Uh, Mm -hmm. even if it's been accelerated by COVID, that might be great. Mm -hmm. And having brands come in and join the party, I think that makes sense. You know, it's, it's kind of the idea we've been talking a lot and you must do this a lot. And you're, you know, when you report on it, brands are moving to storytelling, brands are moving to community. I mean, Mm -hmm. building all of this and building into the Halloween holiday, the community spirit, the storytelling aspect, it's a natural, like you said, most brands seem to see some angle, um, Mm -hmm. To bringing it up, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, Shannon, it's great that you joined us today. Thank you so much. And where can our listeners go to keep up with you and your podcast and what you write about?
2: Um, absolutely. Um, well, I kind of run my daily musings on Shannon L underscore Miller on Twitter if you want to follow with me individually, but um, I, we report daily on adweek.com. Um, so by all means, follow me there. And in, in terms of, yeah, that's probably an ad, you can listen to that um, wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Well, that sounds great. Thank you very much. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about Halloween with the president and CEO of Spirit Halloween, the largest Halloween retailer in North America. This is Marketing Matters Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.